from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Good morning. We are live also this morning. Thank you to Jim McCarthy from JimMcCarthyVoiceOvers.com for that totally rad intro. Today's topic is uh, very topical. Does that make sense? Are you in a sales role? Does your job require sales of some kind? If you sell cars, if you're a vendor that sells services to dealers, the question is, if you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? If you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? That is the question. My buddy Jim, actually from Jim McCarthy voiceovers, had this discussion a couple of uh, days ago because I went a little bananas. I'm going to be honest with you. I went a little nuts. It doesn't matter what side you're on. It doesn't matter what you believe or what you don't believe or all that jazz. But the question is, if you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? And Jim called me up and he said, and I've known Jim for, you know, 20 years. He said, dude, what happened? And I went bananas because the election week was just cray cray, uber cray cray, as the kids say. Do the kids say uber cray cray? I don't think so. But he said, dude, you went crazy. What is going on? And I said, I don't know. Like, I'm super manic this week. I'm all jacked up on caffeine. I can't turn the news off. I'm all hyped up. My BP is high. My pulse is, is 185. I don't know what's going on with me. And he said, well, you're kind of in a sales role. Do you think you should be posting about politics on social media? And I said, well, no. And I know better. I've known better for a long time. I've been in marketing and, and been involved in social media for years, a hundred years, not that many, but a lot of years. And I know better than that, but I was doing it anyway. And now I, I rationalized it by saying, well, I have personal and professional social media pages, right? I have two Twitters, a personal one, which you people will never know about. Just kidding. A professional one. It's all about marketing. I have two Facebook pages. I have two Instagrams. So on one, I can show pictures of my kids and my cat laying in the sun and pictures of my dessert and, you know, all that ridiculous stuff, how beautiful the farmland is near me. And the other one is about business because I don't want to bore my friends and family with every podcast I put out. I don't want everybody that I work with to see every picture of my children doing something remotely cute. He said, that doesn't matter, Matt, that it was on your personal page is because if you're in a sales role, you're always in, you're always in sales. You're always selling. People are always evaluating you based on what you're posting. And I said, hmm, good point, Jim. Now I got to go whitewash all my social media accounts. And he sent me into another frenzy where I spent all weekend trying to clear up my stuff. So I posted about it on social media, uh, on LinkedIn. I posted th this question. If you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? If you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? <clears throat> That's the question this morning. And I uh, posted about it on LinkedIn uh, a couple days ago. Do you want to hear what the people of the world had to say about it? Okay. I hear you. Let's do it. This is my magic mouse starts working. All right. 
This is what the folks are saying. Uh, Bob Keller. Oh, yes. We used to work together in radio. BK. Nice guy. Getting a little old, but what are you going to say? What are you going to do? Bob works in radio down uh, in North Carolina or South Carolina or somewhere right now. Uh, And Bob said, well, few thoughts. Bob was never short of thoughts. As we were in the communications industry, we should be able to share thoughts and opinions in all areas. Do your homework. Most business owners are open to a respectful conversation slash dialogue. 95% of business owners in our state lean to one party. So it's an easy conversation. Yes, Bob's in uh, one of the Carolinas. Bottom line, be honest, respectful, and focus on your client's needs, not yours. All right, sir. Yep. Um, Andrew Atkinson, young Andrew, my old friend from radio, shouldn't even be part of the discussion. No politics in business. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, John D, starting your opinion is fine. Uh, Stating your opinion is fine. I can't read. It'd be good if I could read. Stating your opinion is fine as long as you're not aggressively trying to change someone else's. I feel like it can be polarizing, right? Like if you're going bananas like I was last week, was that last week was the election? Yeah. If you're going bananas and the someone vehemently, 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 vehemently disagrees with you, you can make it mad and you don't want to do that. Uh, Jen Rowe, uh, I just had this discussion this weekend Looping in somebody, I'll connect you to. All right, well, that didn't answer my question there, Jen, but thank you. Thank you for weighing in. Joe Amato, social media and video marketing pro. He's got his own agency in the Hudson Valley. Avoid it altogether, says Joseph. We're all so polarized that by taking a position, you're alienating half of your customer base. Well said, Joe. If you have thoughts and you're listening or you're uh, watching live, I guess you can't really call in if you're listening after the fact, but if you're watching this live on one of the live channels, I would love to hear your thoughts. 203-665-8305, 203-665-8305. would love to hear what you have to say. If you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? Scott Joseph, CEO at JNL Marketing says, I think like almost anything, it depends on what you're saying. For example, what I posted, uh, what if I posted this political comment? I'd like to see all of us return to a level of respect for our election leaders. No more Obama, Trump, Bush, Biden. Let's return to President Trump, President Obama, President Bush, etc. Regardless of who you support, they all deserve our respect. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I think that you need to, there's an episode in, I don't know if it's West Wing or one of those Tommy Shlami movies where like, You have to say president before you say their name. That's the way I think it's supposed to be, right? Sign of respect. So he says, what if I post that? Uh, However, for the most part, he says, do not post anything political. I'm going to say, Scott, that you shouldn't post that. I agree with you, but that only can lead to people getting off topic and commenting. It's going to go angry. It's going to go dark real fast, right? You could post that and it's not really taking a side, right? But it's about politics and it opens the door for someone to uh, write something in there about politics, which is most likely going to be insane because everyone gets insane when they talk about politics on the social medias. Uh, Justin Searle, vice president of sales for think ad group. Even though I really want to give my opinion about my political beliefs, I know it's not wise in a sales position. Sales is about building value, earning trust, and developing a relationship. Why make it harder than it already is? Yep, I can agree with that. 
it's that was my problem last week. It's very hard to um, keep your opinion to yourselves. Well, not for some of you, but for me, it's difficult to keep my mouth shut. I've never been good to keep my mouth shut. I come from radio where it's a lot of work. People think radio is easy, right? It's a lot of work to fill up two hours of content, talk content, no songs, no like, hey, here's Led Zeppelin back in four minutes. Like talking for two hours straight is not easy. People think it's easy. People think, okay, um, I talk a lot and I can talk for two hours. You can't, it's hard. And doing that, having done that in my career, I've become used to just saying whatever I want to say. It's very hard. It's very hard to control myself. And that's why I went bananas on social media last week. If you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? That is what we're discussing. Discussing, not disgusting. Love to hear your thoughts. Come on, please. 203-665-8305. 203-665-8305. If you're watching live and you'd like to give me your opinion. Uh, Sean Welsh, founder at Car Biz Done Better, says, I think it depends on the platform. But if you're trying to grow your business, I would avoid it altogether. All right, Sean. Thank you. Kyle Laurie, business development at uh, AdSposure should not be part of LinkedIn. You wouldn't bring up politics in a new client meeting, would you? Oh, that's an interesting point, Sean, uh, Kyler. Interesting point. Do you see the social media channels as having a different audience? Are you or your business having a different point? All right, so I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on Facebook and I'm on the Twitter and I'm on uh, Instagram. And I think that's it. Uh and on LinkedIn, I only talk about business or business-related things or things that at least may be appropriate for people who uh, are business or colleagues or potential clients or current clients or business, did I say colleagues already? Colleagues. So, which is different from what I post on Instagram. Instagram is more like snarky, fairly, fairly obvious observations. You know, I see something in the grocery store that's called like maple pumpkin creamer. Well, I'm going to take a picture and post something silly about it on social media because maple pumpkin creamer is disgusting and I won't stand for it in this country and you shouldn't be drinking it. And if you are, stop, please. You're part of the problem. Now, is that alienating? See, maybe you could say, I love maple pumpkin creamer, Matt Wilson. I'm not doing business with you. Stop putting down my creamer. See, but I wouldn't do that on LinkedIn. I did it on Instaface, Instagram, which is just friends and family. Colleagues from a long time ago. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I got the COVID. Just kidding. Allergies. Terrible to say that. Um, so, yeah, that's a good point, Kyler. When I see someone post something political on social media, on LinkedIn, sorry. When I see something, when I see somebody post something political on LinkedIn, I immediately think to myself, dude, not the place. If you think of LinkedIn as a business meeting, right? And you think of uh, Instagram as like having a party at your house with your friends. And you think of Facebook of like, you know, being in a bar with your friends. And you think of Twitter as being bananas crazy with your friends. What things would you talk about in each of those locations? I'm not going to talk about how awesome OTT is on Facebook in front of my friends because A, they don't know what OTT is and B, they don't care. And 
The opposite side, I'm not going to post a picture on LinkedIn of my three-year-old jamming a banana in her mouth because I think it's cute because colleagues are like, what? Why is this kid eating a banana like a monkey? If you're in a sales role, should you be posting about politics on social media? 203-665-8305 if you want to give me your opinion. Wrapping up in just a few minutes, so. Shane Stender, advertising marketing professional. Oh, don't be modest, Shane. He's the managing partner at Silverback Advertising, where I'm the account director. Shane says, people should be able to share thoughts and opinions, but be aware of the social media channel. Ah, politics can be divisive. And in most sales heavy positions, you're trying to build a partnership or working relationship and talking politics does not further that objective. Yes, well said, Shane. Totally agree with you. Like I said, one of the little bananas on the social media uh, last week. On my personal, uh, my personal Twitter page, which is, you know, friends, families, um, members, old, uh, colleagues back from my radio career and, my, you know, my previous life as a NASCAR talk show host. A lot of those people follow me. But I guess anybody can find you on Twitter. It'll be hard to because I have a fake name, a pseudonym from my radio days to, to, to be, hide from all my fans. That's a joke. There were no fans. But anyway, I went a little bananas, right? It was a hashtag TweetStorm2020. Started on, I don't know if it was started the day before the election or the day of the election. But I went nuts. And I tweet like, you know, twice a month maybe. I tweeted like 37 times in one day. That's how nuts it was. I was all jacked up on the caffeines. It was crazy. I went, I tweeted like a, a, a crazy person for five days straight. Manic crazy tweeting. I should have put the phone down. I went to see a therapist immediately. That's how crazy it was. And so I uh, was then screenshotting all the tweets and posting them on my LinkedIn story. So the people who follow me on LinkedIn, but not on Twitter would see them. And then I took it a step further and was sharing those LinkedIn stories with my uh, on my Facebook stories, right? So personal Facebook page, personal Instagram, which you need to uh, request access to uh, see. So I let everybody in. And personal Twitter, which is a different name, so you probably can't find it, was what I was going nuts on. Uh, Matt Wilson marketing Twitter account, no. Mostly automotive marketing Instagram account, no. LinkedIn account, no way. So now I'm thinking like, well, maybe I didn't do anything wrong. Maybe Jim is just telling me like, dude, cool it. But I see those as personal accounts. I don't see those as business accounts. But that being said, if you are in a sales role, aren't you always selling? Aren't you always being evaluated by what you do? Just because I'm not on a professional uh, network, or I'm not on my LinkedIn page. By the way, if you have an opinion on this, are you in a sales role? Should you be posting about politics on social media? Call in. Let's have a discussion. Love to hear your opinion. 203-665-8305. If you're listening to this after the fact, then you can't call in. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Son of a gun. Oh, uh, you know, so... I was saying like, I'm not, you know, I didn't post those things on my professional pages, but just because I'm not posting them on a professional page doesn't mean someone on one of my personal pages 
might be evaluating me or might have the opportunity to perhaps use my company down the road for uh, business. And maybe they walk away from TweetStorm 2020, hashtag TweetStorm 2020, Matt Wilson, caffeine-induced TweetStorm 2020 with a bad feeling because we don't agree. And then it makes me wonder, did I lose a potential client, business, friend, colleague because of that behavior? So I think maybe Jim is right. So Jim and I had this discussion late last week and I was like, oh man, you are totally right. I think I need to go and make sure my Facebook is private. I think I need to go and delete a bunch of Twitter posts, which I hate doing. I, but And it would take forever because I tweeted like 100 times in five days. I think I need to go, you know, stories go away at least. So that's good. And I was like, oh, I got to go like get rid of all this stuff. And then I spent 20 minutes, a half hour trying to figure out how to do that. And then I was like, wait a minute. These, these channels are private. Like people can't tell that I posted uh, on these. But I think Jim's right. That's enough. I think the answer is, is you should avoid it at all costs. Don't do it. It's not a good idea to do it. Because like uh, I think Kyler said in there, it's going to alienate half the people. You're going to alienate 70 million plus people if they don't agree with you. And maybe that loses you some respect or loses you some business. And that's what we don't want to do. All right, that's it. If you haven't had a chance to listen to my episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, uh, from a couple days ago with Melanie Borden from Celebrity Motor Cars. We talked about reputation management. Awesome episode. She's a contributor for Dealer Marketing Magazine, and we uh, spoke earlier this week. That episode is out on all podcast platforms. I invite you to check it out. Recording this afternoon with Colin Carasquillo from Nielsen Automotive Group, an episode of his podcast, Expera Marketing, which uh, will be up in a couple days. So I invite you to check that out as well. Again, thank you for supporting everything about mostly automotive marketing with Matt Wilson. Have a great day. Mostly automotive marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by, wait, this guy has sponsors. Oh, never mind. This sheet of papers blank, no sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.